Hi everybody, my name is Sean Shaler. This is my friend Chris Ford, aka the Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter infamy. No, I'm just kidding. Just regular fame is fine. And we are here today, still procrastinating in between seasons of Avatar The Last Airbender. Not procrastinating. We're drawn out. We're building dramatic tension. And we also just wanted to do the traditional bottom five episodes from the previous season before we moved on. But before we get into all that stuff, Chris, how you doing? I am doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, you know, work could be work is fine. If you say field. great with a uh, question mark, great. I question your conviction in how great you're doing. <laughs> other other things in my life, I am doing great about um, really every aspect of the other aspect of my life. I'm doing doing great. You know, five thousand subscribers. That's cool. You know, I feel like that's like the last achievement I'll achieve on YouTube. So that feels like I'm done accomplishing things, which makes you feel achieved. Um. <laughs> Is it fair to say that when you started posting videos regularly to YouTube, you probably weren't anticipating a thousand subscribers or um, well, I, I don't know no, what your expectations were going in, but I've got like two fine. subscribers. So it's awesome to me. <laughs> expectations change wildly uh like at first you know it's like oh nothing will come up with this um and then i come up with like a couple of my first avatar videos um and then you know i see like some of you come out but oh you know what maybe my video will also do five hundred thousand views it's a very similar video no that's dumb dumb chris um <laughs> um and then, uh, and I think realization finally hit in. I was like, oh, you know, you should be happy with 500 views. So then when I get a view, something that does like 15,000, um, I'm like, oh, crap, this is amazing. Um, but uh, so I, I feel like I'm in a good position here. Every now and then I feel like I'm, well, every now and then I do see like other YouTubers. I'm like, gosh, my video is way better than that video. But I get it. Like, I don't, there's, you know, there's a YouTube algorithm thing. There's people who work at YouTube who work that algorithm just right to really like this is what they this is what they do um which is fine you know i don't i have a I have a life i don't worry about uh, i have a job you know i don't worry about money all that all that much um not saying i'm rich or anything but i just i just don't concern as much about those those things as much as i used to do because i didn't have uh, really good expectations but who does when they first starting off on youtube or start doing, doing different videos um other things in my life that I'm really excited about, excited about TV. I've been really loving TV lately. Um, been really into Watchmen. Uh, I have uh, the HBO show. You should definitely watch that. You should have my HBO. Yeah, you have my HBO password. As, gosh, you keep, do have my HBO Keep password. rubbing it in. <laughs> uh, for those keeping track, that's uh, Ari, Ari's <laughs> Netflix and Ari's Disney Plus, Chris's HBO and Hulu. <laughs> I'd like to borrow is DC Universe because I would like to watch Static Shock before Comic Con <laughs> uh, coming up in is that April already? Yes. It's crazy that it's so uh, close. March. And then I also borrow uh, ESPN password. It's a good thing we're not popular enough here in the podcast for like Disney to listen to us, or they'll realize that I listen to all their properties without paying for them. They'd probably have me. I mean, it's Disney. They could probably just make me disappear somehow. It's like the government probably over there. Yeah. Uh, well, if you don't mind, I'm going to use your, your conversation about videos as a segue into your your latest videos here. Last time, last episode, we kind of, oh, hey, that's out of order. Last time, we kind of skipped over skipped over your latest episodes 
um, in our in our last episode. So, what what's your latest work looking like? Uh, latest work is by the time this video comes out, I should have a pretty really interesting Dragon Prince uh, avatar theory video that we uh, talked briefly about. So uh, that should be out. I do have a thousand subscriber Q&A, so if you want to get to know a little bit more about me and Man Cave Tour, if you ever uh, want to get a look at, good look at all the whole entire collection and posters and everything, so that's out. I was I was uh, extremely flattered, if I may interject. I was extremely flattered. Uh, thank you for your call-outs in your Q&A video of answering my question and all the nice things you said. Thanks for let, letting me be part of your channel in the form of the podcast. <laughs> I know the podcast doesn't contribute anything directly to your channel. The people, let's be honest, the people watching this podcast are the people already at your channel drawn by by other things, and they're just looking for more Avatar content, and they scroll down a little bit, and they're like, oh, these guys talk way too much about Avatar. Uh, so thanks for letting me be a part of your channel, and it's been a thrill to be on the podcast. I wish this would have been perfect if this were like a milestone episode, but I think this is only like episode 39 or something. So it's not a good milestone or anything to have this thank you talk. But thank you very much, uh, Chris. It's uh, my, my only regret is that we live so far apart, A, for podcast purposes, because it would be better in a live format if I could be in a real man cave. Uh, I'm in a real man cave. It just doesn't look like it back here. But if we could be in your nerd cave. And then B, also, I never get to play basketball anymore ever at all i never get I miss basketball so much and that it, i hate real exercise i it has to be and i don't even i don't even i don't know how to say this out loud i don't even love like playing basketball and stuff but it's so much infinitely better than just normal exercise that uh, it kills me that we can't play basketball anymore <laughs> that's too bad but thankfully the internet allows us the opportunity to have this button this fun podcast <laughs> it's been a blast so thanks for letting me be a part of it also, thanks for answering my question. Everybody else was smart and posted their questions on YouTube, and I sent mine in Google Hangouts, so I felt like a loser, but whatever. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Thanks for answering my question. No, you're, you're the real winner. You're the only one that uh, has access to me through Google Hangouts. Although I guess anybody could. Cause ja uh, <laughs> Jamie, did you ask Chris a question? You should have. You should have sent him a question. Um, nope, she didn't. Which, uh, that, that's also my, my tiny segue into next time. We do hope to maybe have one more, let's call it tweener episode in between seasons. Because we have a fun one that we kind of want to pick Jamie's brain about. She's going to be the, the second expert. So hopefully we get her on. I know she's very busy right now. We wanted her on this time. Maybe next time it'll work out. So, hi Jamie, by the way. Hello. Watch Dragon Prince Season 3 when you have time. Um... <laughs> uh, well, great. We'll be on the lookout for the Avatar and Dragon Prince video. And then you already have a kind of spoiler-free Dragon Prince review out there in your Q&A video. Shoot, those are already done and out there. So go check those out if you haven't already. It's great stuff. Great fodder to watch when you... This is basically like it's Christmas time. So when you're mm -hmm. sitting at home trying to avoid like talking to your relatives and stuff, pull up one of those videos. Give them a watch. <laughs> If you need two hours of something to watch, <laughs> watch our spoiler Dragon Prince discussion from last week. And uh, show format changes, I just wanted to note, we haven't really talked about this off the air, but I've really liked having weekly episodes, and I hope you have too. Um, it hasn't really changed how we operate much, other than we record two slightly shorter episodes, ever so slightly short episodes. 
at the same time. So slightly, we just did it two hours. We just did. That's the exception that proves the rule. It was, yeah. uh, but yeah. it's been really cool to I get I get updates from posting the podcast every week to uh, to the site that we use, and so it's just really cool to have a weekly presence on iTunes and Google Play, and it feels really good to see it up there. So um, I think we're pretty happy. At least I am with the show format changes. So I see him I see him sticking around a while. I think we'll see when the holidays come and we get like actual busy. <laughs> yeah. No telling what's gonna happen there. Uh, Chris, any other updates before we dive into our bottom five uh, episodes? No, I hope hopefully we can get some more news on the live action uh, sometime soon. Because uh, you know, casting has, or at least casting calls have already started. So I'm hoping to get some casting news at least um, by the new year, somewhere around that time. That's not me predicting. That's just me hoping. I have no real insider. I have no insider information on this. So, and I I don't even have. Uh, prediction to offer, but yeah, I Brian Canisco that... and Michael DiMartino has not returned my message on Instagram yet. Uh, but that's not to say they won't; they someday. just haven't yet. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. someday he'll be on the show, just like we keep asking. It'll oh, yeah. it'll happen. And I, I'm I'm just of the mindset that any news tends to be good news. Uh, so just looking forward to hearing anything about it, rather than just the occasional picture on the internet. Uh, looking forward to a potential dates would be amazing. Just something to look forward to. Hopefully we're not too far out from hearing some dates, maybe hearing some casting, some names, something <coughs> that makes it feel real and, and finite would be exciting. Uh, well, yep. anyway, and with that said, I don't want to delay too much longer. Let's jump into our bottom five episodes. Uh, we don't pick these subjectively, so to speak. I mean, we rate them ourselves, <laughs> but just pulling off of the ratings that we give at the end of every episode and we're going to start with chris's number five and then my number five and back and forth in that fashion throughout the list so chris let's talk about your number five the serpent's my number five which is which is actually the the number it says number one number five sorry the number fifth worst episode (laughs) is the serpent's past which is interesting because um, this whole list is kind of interesting because some of these episodes I don't think are are, are bad. A lot of them aren't are bad. Um, Serpent's Pass, I think it it uh, it's mostly just about Aang getting over you know over losing losing Appa. I do really love the end there. Um, I just think it just kind of feels like a like an in between kind of kind of episode. It's not the most exciting episode. Is probably its biggest flaw. Yeah, if there's, I guess, if I'll say something about that. So, if we have to like uh, constrain the season down for like the live action series, I would just take out the Serpent's Pass. That's fine. Uh, um, the most interesting part keep... of the whole episode is probably the tie-in to the pregnant lady at the beginning. Yes. Yes. I forget. We her can name. keep the pregnant lady. Because uh, I do like when Aang sees her and he cries. It's like you're giving me hope, and they named the child Hope, and he he hugs Katara. Um, but everything else, uh, it's not necessary. They can write something to, uh, to just take out Serpent's Pass part. We can see Suki some other way, or, I mean, it's really not even all that necessary at this point. Um, I, I'm yeah. only bashing on this episode. It's not my number five. It's not in my top five. It was my number six, and that's the only reason I'm bashing on it. You didn't really have a close number six. I did. This was kind of my honorable mention, uh, was the Serpent's Pass, so just by chance. Hmm. 
it's not bad though. It's hard to look at this episode and be like that episode yeah, sucks. It just it's just there. All right, what's your number five? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're probably waiting on me. The Earth King, um, and all my complaints that I just said for the Serpent's Pass, pretty similar. It just feels like an episode where not a whole lot happens. Some important story and plot development, but it, the episode kind of drags. It's not very interesting. Uh, there's not a huge amount of conflict or anything. It's just pretty boring. I, I don't know what else to say about it other than that it's not that exciting. It almost feels like a subplot in another episode and then when you look back you realize it's its whole own episode um, no, that was that was the a plot yeah that was the and there's no subplot in that episode if i'm remembering right that's the whole thing there's like no no breaks or anything is it just them i think zuko the zuko's dealing with his metamorphosis he should be uh, yeah so he's just kind of sick and in a dizzy oh. state and having some bad dreams but yeah. uh, again it just it's mostly dragging the earth king around looking for evidence not that exciting chris that's, uh, that's a good, good point um let me I, if you're interested i can find out where these are on on your list as well i don't generally yeah i'm kind of interested because oh, i'm curious where the earth do you remember lands. is that episode 38 it looks like 38 mm. yeah oh you actually thought very highly of this one not very high you had, eight, you had an 8.5 on this one so uh mm -hmm. middling i guess middling man why did i give it a nine you gave it a mm -hmm. nine eight nine on audiovisual story and memorable, respectively. So you were so something must have happened in there that we're not thinking about that was uh, aesthetically very attractive, or something. <laughs> um, might be some good I wrote quotes in there. I'm not, but either way, just not the most interesting mm -hmm. episode. But again, as you mentioned with Serpent's Pass, I don't think it's bad. It's hard to look at this one and think it's a stupid episode. It's, Happened to rank a little lower on my on my scale. <clears throat> yeah. All right, you ready for your Good number four? Uh, number four is the Cave of Two Lovers. I feel personally uh, <laughs> personally attacked. Okay, this is was this one in your top five? It was. It was. <laughs> this probably was our, our most. It was the biggest. Episode. It was the biggest point gap. Um, I think it was yeah. my number five. Um, it was the biggest point I mean, gap this direction. We have a pretty big point gap the other direction of one that I'm low on, uh, that you're high on. Uh, in a few moments, though. Oh, gosh. If it's a go long. No, no, uh, it's not. Anyway. But when I say which uh, one it is, you won't be surprised. Um, Cable Two Lovers is it's, it's a cute episode. <laughs> um, story... <laughs> I feel like I just described like some really like like know, a little rom com or like, something. Like it's cute, I guess. It's low yeah, budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's not 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 that much meat there to chew on. You know, I think this this is like a clear representation of our our difference and how we uh, and our preferences. <laughs> for it is. Things. It is. Um, like it didn't drive the story, not one bit. <laughs> I don't think. I'm sure it planted a little bit more seeds between Katara and Aang, but those seeds were already freaking strongly planted. Um, it is memorable just for the the secret tunnel, and I love the the Sokka comedy with the head bomb, head and everything. To me, that's just great, like weird uh, physical humor. Um, but uh, it's just an inconsequential episode. 
We talk very inconsequential. Episodes that can be placed anywhere are are one thing. You know, they're still integral to the story, but maybe not on a certain schedule. This one I will give you is not integral to the overarching plot. Uh, but when you mention like style and taste preferences, uh, the story within this episode, it does kind of have its own complete, like one of the things I do like about it is it has a, its own independent, complete kind of standalone arc, um, which always sort of appeals to me personally. And that, that just happens to be the taste difference in how we watch. But yeah, this one's inconsequential, not even in a move anywhere since. You could wipe this one, say, from the live action series altogether. And the only thing you'd be missing is the opportunity to see a hippie sing the Cave of Two Lovers <laughs> song. Really. So I can get on board with that. Um, it just happens to represent a lot of the things that I like about the show. That's okay. I, I'll forgive you. And it really wasn't even rated all that low. These The lowest episodes in this season did not scratch the lowest episodes for the previous season. Just, just for some context. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I didn't think it would. Because Earth 2 is a... Uh... Really great book, possibly the best book. It's probably not, but we'll get to that some other time. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, the, you know what's funny is I feel the same way about this, is we just got done talking about the Dragon Prince. I think in, in, in general, uh, what, I, what I expect to see after we get through the entire seasons and we have that discussion is I think this one's going to have maybe not quite as high of highs and not maybe quite as low of lows. In the next season but i'm interested we'll wait till we get all the way done uh we'll give our our opinions but then we'll also look at the numbers too and how we rated things we'll, we'll go both ways there yeah so cave of two lovers what did i have here i forget oh the chase i i don't like the chase it it frustrates me it's important but not i don't know it gives it gives azula and team azula kind of this overpowered feel but then in stuff that they don't that doesn't come back like they were they were onto something and they were using it and it was working and then team avatar escapes this one time and then they just give it up so it, it it's not inconsequential in any way the same way but it just feels like this episode was just to make azula feel overpowered and scary and i guess that has a purpose but i don't care for it i don't know you know see uh, i love the chase <laughs> um I mean, I really love that, that uh, what do they call it, a Mexican standoff <laughs> between Azula, Zuko, like and all three uh, of them and what have you. Yeah. Um, I, I, love, I love a lot of the stuff that has to do with that episode. Um, granted, maybe maybe you don't like the Team Avatar don't get along and stuff, but those are, are wrong they're all It's the worst versions of all of Team Avatar because they're all grumpy. We, and we did say this, yes. Yeah, so why yeah, it, it why is the Team Azula tired, too? Like, they should be tired as they're humans. I know they're... Well, she was riding, she was riding, and I'm guessing she was getting really good sleep in the in the train thingy. Oh, I just kind of assumed they were not in there solo, but kind of at the helm... I don't know. It just, yeah. I, I tend to not like when, when adversity is built by way of having an enemy, an enemy feel a hundred percent overpowered. Uh, just not my style, yeah. but yeah. And uh, the repetition too, isn't good. Like the episode is only memorable because it feels like a certain thing happens three or four times. And it's cause it kind of does. That's all right. Uh, we had a pretty yeah. good, a pretty good size gap on this one. Uh, but it did not fall in your top five or anything, so it wasn't quite as big. All right, let's check out your number three. Right. Number three, Return to Omashu. Um, 
Yeah. I think this one's also, I mean, I think some of my issues comes that it doesn't push the, a lot of, a lot of it don't push the plot forward. Although, Boomy, um, you know, seen Aang. Oh, yeah. I remember now why I don't like, like, yeah, this, <laughs> just that one line that Boomy says, like, hey, go find the other earth beating teacher is essentially what moves the plot forward in this, <laughs> in this episode. That's totally, um, sure it adds, unnecessary. adds a couple characters, cool. but, um yeah yeah it's, sometimes it's it's uh somewhat hard to to complain about some of these episodes like last season i feel like there was the, the top five bottom episodes were were a lot were a lot worse can't can't stress um, that enough there's a, there's a big gap in those episodes so we're complaining here just by nature of relativity in the season but yeah i i'm just gonna go ahead and click it here because it's the same one for me uh, it happened to line up. Oh. Um, and just, That's just, cool. you know, I think the only, so you get to see Boomy, but it almost doesn't even matter other than if you had expectations that Boomy was going to be the earthbending teacher. Um, I think it's the only way it matters. Mm, um, and yeah. then you also get to and see them. And in retrospect, hard. Yeah. Uh, and then you also get to see them rescue the baby. So you get to see like that kind of sympathetic side of, like, you know, this, this baby's going to grow up into a, into a Fire Nation royalty essentially or almost a family of royalty something like that i I don't know there's some nice sentiment that's all i can even think of though you know i can i can remember the smallpox and everything it just it's not memorable it's not important not exciting but again it's it's really not bad um yeah that's all i got to say about that one let's go to number two number two the swamp this one of the episodes that i can honestly just pass kind of every time yeah it's like well, it's kind of interesting. Like a lot of in the in a lot of these early episodes, you know, the main reason for them is is really to deliver one thought or one line of dialogue. And this episode is just like, hey, you gotta go find an Earth being teacher who can. You gotta go find this person who looks like, um, this who looks like Toph, That's essentially. Sweet. And we just here's, here's your image. That. Now go take it and run with it. We just we just learned that in the last episode too. Again, yes, just, I'm just yeah. gonna go ahead and click because it happens. That actually lined up really. Look at that. That's beautiful. Um, that's the oh, only, that's, that's the only place we lined up though. Allow me to reassure you that you'll be plenty disappointed next time. <laughs> but just that, uh, I don't know. They I know and I know they come back later and the swamp monster kind of plays a role, but. All we really take away from this is that the, the, the life and everything and the fact that Kintara can probably water bend uh, things. There's like that seed, planting the seed, pun intended, yeah. that Kintara can bend the water inside other things. I, that That's it. That's really all you need from this. Everything else that you heard here, you already heard in the previous boring episode. These are back to back, by the way. You hit Return to Omashu and the Swamp, and it's pretty early in Season 2, so that's a it's a little off-putting and a little uninteresting before the season takes a serious shift um, not too long after that. Yeah, and I'm not sure if I remember anything from Zuko in this episode at all. Uh, you know, and there probably is, but uh, I know maybe not this season, maybe overall, but it seems like when he took a back seat in this season, it was in a pretty serious way. Um, yeah. 
which I don't think is is bad. Yeah, um, it's fine. I think in a lot of stuff in the season, he he doesn't show up as much. But I think we've talked about before that he's still really impactful, or his storyline is really impactful. It does a lot with um, a little bit of time. I think it creates a lot more dramatic tension for sort of his next actions, um, while we're kind of waiting to see what he does and the choices he makes and all that. This sort of ambivalence of him in these early episodes, I think, helps build to that. We're not getting explicitly evil, evil avatar hunting Zuko, but we're not not also witnessing like heavy-handed development. Is like it's like a mystery, so that's probably got some some critical merit. Um, are you ready for your for your worst? Your your top. I am curious worst? what my what the worst. What objectively the worst episode? The library. I was really surprised yeah. that this was your least <laughs> favorite. I don't disagree that it's bad. I I like it a, a fair bit, but I don't disagree that it's bad. I was surprised it was your worst. That caught me off guard. It, it does catch me off guard because because nothing. To me, it's just a field trip. <laughs> it's like there, there's not that much. Um, uh, but you learn about the, the thing day is, of Black Sun. It's it's so you do learn sweet. about the day of Black Sun, but it's almost like a library. And Appa gets library. taken, Chris. Everything everything starts yeah, so in me, this episode. This to me, that doesn't that, that's not impactful to the next episode, which I love the next episode a lot. Love the desert. Um, <laughs> it's funny you should say that. Oh, <laughs> uh, <I> mean, <laughs> this was bad. Oh, God. Sorry. Um, I am sorry, because in hindsight, it feels out of place, but I have to go with what I put initially. Uh, in hindsight, it feels wrong. Um, but... So, yeah, so library, uh, you know, you know, you go to libraries to get information. Um, and that's pretty much the same thing in this episode. But I think as an audience member, it, it uh, just get information and it feels like exposition. And I mean, it, Avatar handles exposition really well, but well, there's no character dr- anything that drove characters in this episode they just got some they just kind of walked around for a while a a lot of times i mean there was good scenes where they built a lot of tension with the spirit aisle and he was chasing them around and stuff he was kind of really spooky but to me i watched this episode actually i don't need to watch this episode ever because when i rewatch it i'm just i know the info i mean i rewatch it because i'm a completionist yeah um but I don't. I don't need to watch. It. I can easily watch it in the background. I don't disagree that it's bad. I do disagree that it's top or like bottom five bad because you get you get like strategic Suko. We kind of get that development. Uh, I really like that this town, it, the little oasis town, whatever it's called, um, shows back up later with Suko and Iroh. I really like the big scary spirit bird. Maybe it's because secretly mm-hmm. I'm kind of scared of birds. Not like phobic. Uh, but it like confirms like confirmation bias. I, uh, Appa gets taken. Toph has several sort of comedic moments, and we're still very early in our experience. Mm, there's some good Toph moments. Um, yeah. So, but I don't disagree that it's not a very interesting episode. I won't argue that. I, I was just surprised to see it so high. Uh, but again, the thing is, like even mm-hmm. even the library, I don't I don't think it's a bad episode at all. It's just relatively my my thing is the worst episode of that that season um so, like compared to uh compared to i forget to, what our uh, first one was before the great divide and also compared to bato the water tribe which i think bato, bato the water tribe is the worst episode 
the library is way better than those two like i i really don't care to watch those two episodes in hindsight do you mind if i ask so like just all numbers aside just just uh go against your objective nature and go off your gut <laughs> um if you if you had to pick like uh, your least favorite episode out of this list right now which one are you throwing away is it going to be the library or is it actually going to be like the swamp or return to um because i'm looking at i'm looking at the swamp and actually, i like it less every yeah. second i think about it yeah it's probably the swamp I think, um it's definitely the swamp i think about it <laughs> the, the longer i look at it the one that i'm tossing away is the swamp and probably return to amashu pretty closely after that but all right so i did i mean return to amashu at least we get introduced to, to may um and and Tylee. And but the pox scene would, is kind of yeah. entertaining, at least. It's sort of funny. Yeah, I mean, I gotta keep the library just because for the Toph jokes alone. And it, and it like I said, it's pretty early into Toph's development, so it's just yeah. kind of interesting. Um, so <laughs> I, I did have the Desert Ring Raylo, and I think just the, the crux of this is that uh, that last <laughs> that last two minutes of good just doesn't make up for the other it's it's almost like the chase and that for the most part in the episode you're getting kind of the worst of of everybody you're not getting good good positive True, strong side of everybody but, um and the last I two think... minutes is really good i just i don't that last two minutes doesn't redeem it for me it's sort of a very uh a very de depressing disappointing episode i guess um there is some good comedy in it and again if i if i could make some swaps now i'd throw the swamp down at the bottom but initially, this, yeah. it's not when we're looking at ratings and, and numbers. It's really not impressive in an audiovisual way, and I would say even outside of that last two minutes, it's really not all that memorable. So, um, that's I I see why I rated it there, and I probably wouldn't change a ton. I would just so I get your I'd rearrange it a little bit. So I get your point on these characters um, being their worst selves. And, and this episode and also in the chase. I know but you I need think, that, but ugh. Well, I, I was going to say you need it, but, well, I, I do think you need it. Uh, but I think the chase in this episode handles them in two completely different ways. When it comes to how terrible they are in the chase, I'm like, you guys are all just being jerks to they each other. Are. Like, They're just acting like you children all just in aren't. the chase. They're obviously yeah. children in the chase. But the While chase the desert, does a much better job of like dramatic tension and things throughout the episode. Like the chase, the story within the episode is 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 better. Well, I feel like I the know. desert is like this is really Aang being pissed off, and I completely buy that Aang is mad. He doesn't know how to deal with these emotions. He just lost Appa, his last link to his culture. That was his best friend. Um, I, I get why he's why he's mad at everyone. And I get that, um, that that everyone you know doesn't call to him and, and everything. Um, and the thing I love about the desert is that it's a real great Katara episode. Like Katara keeps them together. That's all her. That's it is. like sure. Um, uh, the Water Beanie Master is a great Katara episode, but to me that was like um, that was a great physical achievement for Katara, her battling uh, Master Paku. Here, it's a great character moment. She's keeping Team Avatar together, leading them through the desert, um, getting them out of it. And then at the end there, when Aang is, is at his worst um, 
in just in all different ways. He's about to really much kill people. Like it is her who was standing by his side, um, calming him down. So uh, not trying to change your mind there, but you're wrong. And, and I mean, you haven't say changed my mind, but uh, your points are great. It's a, there's a lot of value just for Katara alone. This marvelous Katara episode, and it's not for her. It is not just at the end. She really is a stabilizing force throughout the entire episode. Um, I think my biggest, when we talk about characters at their worst, the hardest point for me is how, like, how Aang treats Toph specifically. Like, she did such a great, yeah. she held up a damn library out of sinking in the sand, like, yeah. and and he treated Hold her up. so far that to the to the extent, uh, all anger aside, that it felt. Uh, maybe too far out of character for Aang. The line, the line, his line of "You never liked Appa. You wanted Appa gone," is so um, wrong. Like, why would Toph ever want Appa gone? It's, like, it's one thing to not like like an animal, but to want that animal gone and you is, can, is weird. Chalk it up to him being childish, but he doesn't ever really display anything to that magnitude and i know it's more extreme right? but it, it feels just maybe too far removed from ang's character to be to be so dramatically childish and angry at top who they've just met and who did a marvelous marvelous job in an uncomfortable situation yeah. but uh like i said it's not that you were trying to change my mind but i can go back i'd move some things around but as it is I, I don't have much issue with why I, with why I rated it the way I rated it. Maybe it's a little extreme on those. Yeah, I think I I would put the swamp, put the swamp down. I probably would. Um, I would I you know the one I like the serpent's pass was close for me, and the Earth King I would maintain is just not very interesting. But it's it's necessary mm-hmm. at least. It might be boring, but it is necessary. I just when I watch it, I'm like, oh, just get over with it. Would you like? Um, I really need to see what, what the heck I was thinking with the Earth King, because um, I didn't think that was... Uh, <laughs> yeah, 8, 8. something must happen with, with Zuko that was at least like important. It was his metamorphosis. But I don't know if it was, it was yeah. like a key part of the metamorphosis. I think he was just in his in his nightmarish dream state, I, I think. Yeah. But I could yeah. be off. Yeah, that's what, yeah that's, that's what that is. Yeah. Um, and so, like I said, long story short, it's necessary at least, even if I don't care for how it stands alone on its own. Uh, the chase, like I said, it may, I may not like it, but at least I can admit that it it does a really good job with tension. It's a very, uh, maybe not intense, but dramatic episode, maybe. And yeah, it's going to be really episode. interesting. It's going to be really interesting when we get when we finish up season three, because I do think there are episodes. I do think season three has lower lows, but yeah. higher highs. I do too. Well, the higher highs are kind of unfair, it's, in a sense. It like, is unfair. Uh, but the lower lows, I think there's going to be lower lows in season three. I can think of a few off the top of my head that I'm like, oh yeah, I'd way rather trash that than you know the swamp. Yes. Even. Yes. Uh, actually, I can't wait to get into it. <laughs> I can't either. Um, it's funny how that resembles the Dragon Prince episode we just did with season two versus season three. And I think even there, you kind of said you might prefer season two, and I was leaning season three. And yeah, it's just kind of funny. I think this is going to be similar. I'm not trying to make any like causation correlation statements. It's just a fun coincidence. And uh, it'll be interesting to have Jamie take my side when she comes on there. So that'll be great. 
uh chris is there, uh, is there anything you want to do i i have a couple more data points to share but if is there anything oh, you'd okay. like to to see before i close my excel sheet here i don't know your honorable mention maybe episode 30 what is that uh, i can't even read that from here you didn't have a really close honorable mention you have a slightly bigger gap than i did mine was like 0.05 oh. um anyway a couple, oh, okay. couple more data points the average score uh, of our episode here, the average score is 8.3 um, between both of us and for all the episodes. The average score of our bottom five episode was 7.5, uh, which wow. I'm just using to illustrate that's not really a big of a gap. I didn't do it for the first season, but in, in the grand scheme of things, that's a pretty that's a pretty small gap if that's the worst five out of out of 20 episodes or really 40 opportunities between the two of us, 10 out of 40. So yeah, yeah. Just, just a testament to the season's floor, I guess, is what I'm looking at. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's season two in a nutshell. Uh, I do think we're going to try to squeeze in a, a ship's video with Jamie. Yes, I am, uh, I am dubbing this episode puns and ships. And Sean, you don't get the reference, but Jamie will. Um, it's a Hamilton reference. There's a song called Guns and Ships. Okay, that's kind of fun. See, now <laughs> but, I get the reference. Uh, Boom, done. You get to come up with puns. Great. I'm looking forward to providing the part of the episode that I care about. So excited. I hope, I, I gotta be honest, I just hope you two get into like an animated discussion uh, of like this group. Because usually when, usually when she's on, uh, she she does a pretty good job of moderating opinions between like when she agrees with me versus when she agrees with you. But usually it's Zuko <laughs> stuff, and that's why she's on. So I hope this time she brings out some ships that like I won't care at all, and then you'll hate and she'll love, or vice versa. That's what mm. I really want out of that episode. So <laughs> if that's the kind of thing that sounds like it interests you, tune in next time. It should be a lot of fun. It'll be probably our last one off before either uh, either a, yeah either a small break for the holidays we really haven't discussed this first time i'm bringing it up but uh maybe a small break for the holidays or if we find the time we're gonna it's time to jump into season three i'm really excited i've already finished um already finished season three watching to the point where by the time we get to it i'm gonna have to rewatch them again because it's been far enough <laughs> since i rewatched for this even and gosh i'm really excited for season three so it's time to get moving on Chris, any any final comments on bottom or top five episodes? Uh, no, no, not really. Me neither. Season season two, uh, maybe a good summary. Uh, not as low as lows, and not maybe not as high as highs. Uh, we can point back in our top five episodes, like the finale to season one was such a big monumental event, and the finale of season two didn't doesn't quite have that same doesn't quite have that same pull to it but that's kind of a microcosm of our feelings as a season as well it's just very steady the whole way i'm really looking forward i just keep getting excited about season three and about our discussion after season three that'll come another time uh thanks for hanging out with us again it's been a pleasure as always uh, we will hopefully talk to you very soon or if you can't watch in between now and then or we don't get something up happy holidays uh be safe have fun all that stuff stay inside where it's warm i hate the cold no. That's it. That's all I got. We'll talk to you soon. Chris, I'll see you I'll see you later. Later.